What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode six of Inside the Octagon. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Ryan Spann versus Nikita Krylov. Uh, as always, I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm also your host, the Bruce. So far this year, this is probably the most excited I've been for a fight night. Um, except last week, I was pretty stoked about the Andrade fight. Yeah. But uh, I'm pretty excited about this card. There's a lot of new people on this card from the UFC. Um, there's a lot of good matchups on this on this card. And we're going to get into some of these fights. We're going to get into more, more, some of them more deeply than others. Um, but we're just going to jump right into it. We got Gonzalez versus Peak. Uh, Gonzalez is 14 and 7. Yeah. He's uh, 8 KOs, 1 submission, 6 first round finishes. He's on a 2 fight losing streak, the last one being to Terrence McKinney. And those 2 fights are both UFC and he's only had 2 fights in yeah. the UFC. So yeah, he's lost both of his fights. Um, but he did lose to Jim Miller and Jim Miller knocked him out. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't think Gonzalez has a chance in this fight. I would agree with you as well because yeah. I have Peak also. Um, but all seven of Peak's wins are by KO. Yeah. All seven of them. And not, hasn't, I haven't seen him go to the third round at all. Right. And this is also his debut. So yeah, it's going to be an exciting fight. I have Peak to win this one. I assume by what you just said with Gonzalez having no chance that you also have peak. Yes. So we agree on that one. That's good. Um, Johnson and Armfield. Johnson is 15 and seven. Eight of those being by KO, two by submission. Eight of his wins are by first round finishes. Uh, he's on a three fight losing, a three fight winning streak. Excuse me. And he's a Dana White contender series winner. So. Of his last three wins, they they're all three. Uh, one of one's a KO, one's a sub, one's decision. So oh, so he's got a mix of them in there. Yeah, cool. Armfield is eight and three, so a little less experienced than Johnson. Uh, five KOs, three submissions. Seven of his wins are in the first round. Um, he, but he's coming off of a loss, a submission loss against David Onama. His that was in his UFC debut. He lost to David Arnold. Yeah, but he has three previous wins before that. So the question is: Is this the beginning of the losing streak, yeah. or the beginning of, or can he turn it around before it becomes a streak? Well, I have Armfield in this fight, so I think I'd go with Johnson. Ooh, first, first difference there. Did that a lot last week. Yeah, we did. But I'm gonna stick with my decision on Johnson or Armfield. He may be less experienced. <clears throat> but I think he's got the upper hand. Um, let's see. Up next, we got Cowan and Perez. Uh, Cowan is seven and two, two, two KOs, two submissions, one first round finish, and this is also her UFC debut. 
Uh, Perez is 7-2, 4 KOs, 1 submission, 3 first round finishes. And she's coming off of a sub loss against Stephanie Edgar. Um, I got Cowan in this one, even though it is her UFC debut. Um, I feel like she has the edge over Perez. Would you agree or disagree? Uh, yeah, I agree. Cowan, for sure. This is will only be uh, Perez's second fight in the UFC. And she lost her first one. Yeah. I think Cowan can come in strong. I agree. Um, especially with the ground game. If she comes in and grapples and takes her down, then it'll be a pretty short fight. Yeah. But the other way, um, if Perez comes in and does the same thing, takes her down and grapple and stays on top and control, it could be a short fight for Callan as well. So this one comes down to ground defense and yeah, ground abs- game. Absolutely. Yeah. And both of them have a seven and two record so far. Yep. Yeah. So now we got the next one is. Alves versus Aliev. It's a weird last name. He must be Russian. Aliev? Yeah. Aliev. I don't know how you say that. Uh, Alves is 20-11, 7 KOs, 8 submissions, 9 first round finishes. But he's coming off of a loss to Drew Dober. Which isn't a bad thing in anyone's book because Drew Dober is a killer. Aliev is 8-0, 2 KOs, 1 first round finish. So, he may not be as exciting. Yeah. But, and he's definitely way less experienced as well. Um, I have Alves in this fight. <laughs> I think I'm going to go Alves too. Uh, I think uh, six of eight of Aliv's, uh wins were all decision. And I, I believe Alves can finish it before it gets that far. I agree with you. We got Osborne and Johnson. Uh, Osborne is 11 and 5, 5 KOs, 4 submissions, 8 of his wins are in the first round. And he's coming off a TKO loss against Tyson Nam. Uh, Johnson is 13 and 3, 6 KOs, 3 submissions, uh, 4 first round finishes, and he's on a 2 fight win streak. Um, I have Johnson in this fight. Um, they're pretty evenly matched, if you ask me. Yeah, I thought so, too. But I believe that Johnson has the upper hand. I could be completely wrong, but I think he's going to get it done halfway through round two, and it's probably going to be by submission. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with Johnson, too. Next fight, we got Selecki versus Deaton. Uh, Selecki's 12 and 3, 1 KO, 7 submissions, and he won his last fight by majority decision, which, you know, it's not the greatest way to win a fight because Dana White's famous words are what? Never leave it in the hands of the judges. Oh, yeah. Or as uh, G says, if it goes to decision, someone's getting fucked. Um, Deaton is 17 and 5, 3 KOs, 9 submissions, 9 first round finishes. He's on a two-fight win streak, and this is also his UFC debut. I have Deaton strongly in this fight. I, I think the fight's going to be pretty close, but uh, I, I might be leaning a little more towards Deacon. 
Is it Deacon or Deaton? I think it's Deaton. My notes corrected me. And is it put Deacon? Deacon. Yeah, yeah, it's Deaton. Um, I think I think Deacon Deaton gets it done. I almost said Deacon because you screwed me up there. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think Deaton gets it done. It may not. It may be a pretty ugly win, even if it goes to the decision because they are really evenly matched. Yeah. Um, if it goes to the decision, I think Deaton gets it. And the next fight is the one that I'm most excited for on the prelims, right? So it's Jordan Leavitt versus Martinez. Jordan Leavitt is 10 and 2, 1 KO, 6 submissions, 4 first round finishes. And he's coming off of a loss to Patty Pimblett. This is the fight that Patty teabagged Jordan Leavitt after oh. he submitted him. It was the first time Jordan Leavitt had ever been submitted in his career. Uh, Martinez, 13 and 4, uh, 7 fight win streak, 8 KOs. Three first-round finishes, and this is his UFC debut. Yep. Uh, uh, Leave it gets it, in my opinion. I think. Actually, we, I, actually, I take that back. My notes say Martinez. The the G in me says go with Martinez, but the Jeff in me, my <laughs> heart says go with Jordan. Leave it. I'm gonna go with Leave it because I found out he has a pretty cool uh, KO win. He he KO'd someone by slamming them. Oh yeah, yeah. He had him. That's where the he the guy had his leg, his legs wrapped around his waist, and he picked him up and slammed him down on the. Yeah, you don't see that too often. Or was he on? Was he leaning on the cage? Uh, leave it pulled back and slammed him. I think that's what, I think it, was. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with leave it. Hopefully we can see a exciting KO again. Yeah. And we have the feature prelim. I don't know how to say her last name. Oh yeah, uh, the longest names on the card. Is it Jusa Devicious versus Fernandez? I don't know how to pronounce her last name. It's long. Um, but she is seven and two, two KOs, both of them in the first round. But she's coming off a loss against Natalia Silva. Fernandez is eight and one. She's on a seven fight win streak, three being by KO, two being by submission. And this is another UFC debut. What is that? Five out of the seven cards on the prelim. Five out of the seven fights on the prelim. Yeah. Are UFC debuts. Um, I have Fernandez in this one all the way. Now my famous words are, a streak has to come to an end sometime, right? Yeah. You're hoping this ain't the time. I'm hoping this is not the time. Um. But yeah, I think it'll be a. This is also a really evenly matched fight. They're both nine fights. But man, it's. It's going to be Fernandez all the way. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Josu, Josuva, Di, Josuva Dishes. There we go. That's a little Josuva Dishes. Just, that, just sounds dishes. like a made-up name. It, I mean, you know. Sounds like a made-up name. All, all names are made up. Whatever, dude. Yeah. Okay, so let's break away from, from the card for a minute. And um, let's talk about some interesting matchups that I've, I've come to find out about, that I've read about, or that I've decided that I want. We have Connor and Chandler. What do you think about that? Obviously, people are still talking. I don't mean to cut you off. I know people are still talking about Connor's not in the USADA pool, um, but he doesn't have to be because they're still film. They still have six months of filming before they even think about fighting. Yeah. So they're both on losing streaks. Chandler's being a little bigger than Connor's. 
I think Chandler's on like a three or four fight losing streak. Yeah. But he's lost to killers in the UFC. It's not like he fought somebody, you know, some no name and lost. Um, Connor the same way. Connor's coming off of the loss two two in a row against Poirier. Technically one one being TKO by Doctor Stoppage because he broke his leg. But it is what it is. I don't know who to pick in this fight. I think that would kind of depend here on uh, really mainly on Connor if he is in the headspace after his two losses. I agree with that. I think if Connor comes in, you know, like old Connor before he went boxing, yeah, and he gets rid of that boxing stance and go back to that old karate stance that Connor had, I think Chandler's in for a huge, huge upset. Um, because I, I think Connor's going to be the favorite in this fight. I haven't seen the odds, but yeah. I think Connor is going to have the edge of the favorite in this fight. The next one I'm pretty excited about that I really want to happen is Ryan Hall versus Bryce Mitchell. I don't know if you remember Ryan Hall. They call him Ryan the Wizard Hall. He always wears yeah. blue trunks. He's a he's a submission specialist. Like that's okay. That's what he does all the time. And Bryce Mitchell's the one with the camo shorts. Yes, and he has the twister, the 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 submission twister where he will wrench your will wrench your ribs to where you know you can't breathe and you have to submit. Um, I think Bryce Mitchell just had a fight announced. I don't remember who it was against. Yeah, I remember you showing me something, but they, but. The last I, time he fought, we heard that he... He retired, he retired because he was so. he was mad. Yeah. Um, but I I really want to... I really hope after this fight that they announce Ryan Hall versus Bryce Mitchell. That would be a super, super interesting grappling match. That's All that fight would be is grappling. We've seen some interesting grapplers. We have. There's, there's been a few where they just lay on top of each other, and yeah. that's not too exciting. That's, not, that's a boring fight. <coughs> so, I got five of these. Number three is Max Holloway and Dan Hooker. You know, Dan Hooker recently has been a punching bag for people. Yeah. Um, Max Holloway the same way. He fought um, It's uh, he fought Volk last, and Volk put on a clinic against that dude. Like Dan Hooker's the one that G really likes, right? The one where we see him do the flying knee? No, that's Corey Sanhagen. Yeah, we keep mixing those two. I, not we, you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me and him. Yeah. Yeah, not. So Dan Hooker was the one who called out Islam about the IV drip. Oh, okay. So it could it could go either way. If Dan Hooker finally grows his chin back and you know takes Max Holloway's beating, because that's what it's going to be. Max Holloway is like literally the best boxer in the UFC. Yeah, boxer, not striker, boxer. <laughs> but he could put Max Holloway away potentially, or you know submit him. Number four on my list is uh, Cheeto Vera and Sean O'Malley too. Um, while I want Sean O'Malley to win that fight, I think Cheeto gets him again because Cheeto's on a come up and he's on he's on a tangent right now to where he wants to prove that he belongs at the championship caliber. Sean being the same way, but I think Cheeto wants it more. He he wants to surpass the gatekeeping stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The last one, and the one that I'd be most excited to see, Connor versus Masvidal. Who wins that fight? Right. You uh, can't answer it because it's it's hard. Neither one of them are good on the ground. They're both garbage when it comes to the ground. They're both garbage when it comes to cardio. 
Masvidal having the edge on Connor with cardio. Cardio. I actually I take that back against Masvidal. He he held Colby Covington off for five rounds, and Colby Covington has a third long. So I mean, <laughs> like I said against Chandler, if Connor brings back old Connor with the karate stance, real wide. And hits Masvidal with a counter shot. Masvidal could go to sleep. It could be another Usman situation. Yeah. Same being said for Masvidal. Connor comes in. Masvidal hits him with a counter shot. It's over for Connor. It's lights out. Either way it goes, it would be super, super fun to watch that fight. All right. Uh, jumping back onto the main card. Um, we have... Malat versus Lanise. Uh, Malat is 8-1-1, one, one, four KOs, four submissions, and all eight of his wins are in the first round. Uh, Lanise is 9-1, six KOs, five first-round finishes, and he's coming off a win. Um, I have Lanise in this fight. I think, and this is just solely based off of the stats right now that I just read. If... Malat takes him down or gets a really good wobble in the first round. Yeah. It will probably end in the first round by submission or TKO by Malat. If he goes past the first round, I think he's in for another 10 minutes of an ass whooping by Lanise. I think uh, I'm going to go Malat on this one. Ooh. Why? He can finish faster, I guess. Yeah, good point. <laughs> that was a terrible explanation. He can finish faster. <laughs> that's going to stay in. He can finish the fight faster. There you go. That's better. Okay. Uh, next fight. Suarez versus De La Rosa. Suarez is 9-0, two KOs, two submissions. She is also... She hasn't fought since 2019, right? So it's been... Four years since she's fought but the last two people she fought was Carla Sparza and Alexa Grasso she beat them both yeah so while she hasn't fought in a long time she's fought some big names and they may not have been huge names you know four years ago but look where they're at now Sparza just lost the belt right yeah and Alexa Grotto, Grasso Grasso is fighting Valentina Shevchenko for the belt so, De La Rosa is 12-7-1, one KO, eight submissions, two first-round finishes, and she's coming off a loss to Macy Barber. Um, I'm going to say Suarez in this one, just because of who she's beaten in the past, and I know that's the, the past is the past. And I, I was leaning toward Suarez, too. She has not lost in the UFC yet. I know it's been a while, right. so things may have changed, but I think if she kept up with her training at least, then she still got it. Then we have Sakai and Maze, the heavyweights. Um, Sakai's 15-5-1, 11 KOs, six first-round finishes, and he's on a four-fight losing streak. But all of them being to, like, killers. You got Ty and Spivak, Spivak to killers. Uh, Maze is nine and four, six KOs, two first round finishes. He's coming loss, coming off a loss against Hamdi. Remember Hamdi, big fat guy, 
everybody was screaming his name when he walked in. Home D, home D. No, if you look uh, up, you'll, you'll know who I'm talking about. No? No, I don't recognize him. Yeah, he's only had one fight in the UFC. Oh, that's probably why I don't recognize him. <laughs> um, uh, is that a loss? It says no contest. And who's that? Hamdi? The maze fight against uh, Hamdi. Yeah. Was it a no contest? Yeah. No, it was a TKO. It says it was overturned. Oh, there you go. I guess it was a no contest. He still lost. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Both of them are losers. Uh, I have Sakai in this fight. But I feel like if Sakai loses this fight, there goes his UFC contract. Yeah. That's five in a row that he would have lost. I'll, I'll go Sakai too. Cool. I think I think he's desperate enough to win this. I agree with you. <laughs> then we have Muniz versus Allen. Um, Muniz is 23-4, and four, 15 subs. 15, all 15 of those are first-round finishes. Uh, he's on a nine-fight win streak. Allen is 20-5, and five, five KOs, 11 submissions, 10 first-round finishes, and he's on a three-fight win streak. This one is really hard for me to pick the winner on this one. I'm kind of in the middle on both of them. Um, I'm going to say Muniz. Yeah, I think it's going to be close, but I'm leaning more towards Muniz. Muniz? Muniz? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. One of the two. Yeah. Then we have the main event. Krylov versus Superman Span. Krylov is 29-9, 12 KOs, 15 submissions, 22 first-round finishes. Right? Yeah. So, and he's on a two-fight win streak. Span is 21 and 7, 6 KOs, 12 submissions, 15 first round finishes, and he's also on a two fight win streak. Who wins this one? Alright, so all together now on the card, I think there's going to be four close fights, and the main event being one of them. I, but on this one, I'm leaning more towards Span. I mean, man, if you look what Krylov did to Alexander Gustafsson, it was it was a murder. He he whooped him so bad for a whole minute in the first round before they ended the fight. And Gustafsson's like a goat in MMA. I wouldn't know if I'd call him a goat, but he's one of the pioneers in my opinion. Like when the UFC first became when MMA first started getting real big and MMA became bigger, Gustafsson was there. His last loss was against Paul Craig too. So Paul Craig is Paul Paul Craig's really good. He also lost to Magomedov on Goliath. Alright, you might have tilted my scale back to Krylov. Yeah. Right? Right. I still think that it's gonna be close. It's gonna be super close. Yeah. Okay, here's my prediction. And I nailed it last week with the main event. Yeah. Here's gonna be here's my prediction for this fight. If Krylov comes out strong in the first round and gets either a good counter punch or a good punch enough to, you know, back span off, Krylov's going to win in the first round. 
if it goes past the first round, Span wins. I don't know. Well, both of Span's previous two wins have been first round. And it's been by KO and submission. And one of them, the KO is Dominic Reyes. I don't know Look, if that's... Since, since John Jones beat Ryan Reyes or Dominic Reyes, Dominic Reyes has been garbage. Everybody, Dominic Reyes is becoming the um, oh, yeah. the Greg Hardy it, of the light heavyweight <laughs> division. <laughs> it looks like every time Reyes has fought, we have not seen him win. No, he hasn't won. Yeah. He hasn't won since before he fought John Jones. And that was right before we started... I started watching. Yeah, so I watched the Reyes-John Jones fight, and technically, Reyes should have won that fight. It was, Reyes was beating John Jones the entire fight, and they gave it to John Jones by decision. So, yeah, there's my prediction for that one. All right, guys, this has been Episode 6 of Inside the Octagon. Thanks so much for listening. I've been your host, Jeff. And I'm the Bruce. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Uh, TikTok's going to be pretty interesting coming up soon. I'm not going to tell you what it's going to be, but it's going to be super cool. You're not going to tell me? I'm not going to tell you either. It's going to be a surprise. Just okay. like, oh, man, that's awesome. Twitter, we're going to start doing uh, UFC roster updates. Um, Facebook is just Facebook, you know. Uh, we're going to be doing a giveaway pretty soon. It's going to be pretty cool. We're going to announce that actually on the next, the next episode, the details of the giveaways. So make sure you guys tune in on that one.